not being able to use BRB in either conversation or text. I'm like, dude, you're 10 and don't have a phone. Like, what What are you doing? Oh, he's hitting that age where you should get him a phone, right? No, he got he got a fucking Chromebook today or for Christmas. Like, uh, that's his gadget. We did phones at 10 is what we, we did phones at 10. So he hasn't really asked for one, so it hasn't been a problem. Mine asked, you know for what I mean? Like, like he's not friends, like friends have had them and all that. So yeah, we did. I don't, I don't think my kid. Has, I think my kid's either going to be a, a brilliant recluse or he might be an isolated killer. I'm not sure which is going to happen. Ah, but it's a he's, got time. Early, so. he's got time. He's got like a friend. He's got like one friend. Well, wait till that friend gets a phone. So who knows? Yep. All right. So yeah, we're just going to do the thing that you know. You guys have the rundown. We'll talk about the year. It's going to be great because it was a crazy-ass year in wrestling. We're going to do all that too. So any questions before we get this party started? I'm all good to go. Samira's good to go. Patrick usually doesn't say anything, so he's good to go. <laughs> That's true. I, I did start recording a few seconds ago. So all I'm this sure is part did. of the show. <laughs> right around the time talking about your son not getting a phone. Oh, Phoenix! Hey, yo. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. I mean, you're just going to replace me. Shut up! Miranda Morales, the biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere. Why do I have to have a buzzer? And Greg DeMarco. You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. are here a day later than usual and you know it's always funny when someone comes on the show who hasn't been on the show before and i don't think about things and then the opening plays and i'm just like she's probably like the hell am i in for like it just this is what happens with with the program so this is the greg demarco show it is not tuesday as it usually is it is wednesday december 28th Important day in the history of my life, but also an important day in the world of professional wrestling because we are nearing the end of another year. We're going to talk about that year here today on the Greg DeMarco Show. We got a special guest joining us. We're going to get into that today. We're going to talk about 2022 and let you know to 2022, hey, you just made the list. Before we do that, just a quick reminder, this show is a part of the Chairshot Radio Network, which you can hear. On thechairshot.com. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. You can also hear this show on any of your favorite 
podcasting pl- platforms, talking about the iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play, and so many more. So do us a favor, like, subscribe, leave us a five-star review, turn on the notifications, do, tell a friend if you love the show, tell them, hey, taste this, it tastes great. If you hate the show, be like, God, this is awful, taste it. Whatever you want to do, just tell somebody. And and, and join, join, join the fun. Comment, do whatever you want to do. We definitely do appreciate that. Follow us on Twitter. Of course, the website is at ShareShot Media. Patrick O'Dowd is on Twitter, at Wrestling Realist. If you've ever listened to the show before, you know what's coming next. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G. R-E-A-L-I-S-T. There's no I in wrestling, but there is one in realist, and there is one in Patrick for the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. Help him get to 600 followers on Twitter. That would be that'd be great. Hey, you know what? Elon promised to get rid of bots, and well, like the day he tweeted you. that. Well, no, but here's, here's the thing. is He's like, I'm going to get rid of bots. The purge is coming. And then, like, every time he makes that statement, I get 20 new bot followers. You are up to 562. It's 563. I know. Look at all the bots that are following me. You joked. When I said, when I started talking about getting you to 600, you joked about how stupid that was. And now here we are. Well, it's only 37 away. Greg. Yeah, we're 30. We're not 37 away. Oh, that's how math works. 37 fake fake humans away. Because I'm pretty sure. I'm just saying, Janine Riston is not a real Colin Ibsen with twins as the, the, the profile. Pretty sure. Uh, actually my, here's my new favorite. This one was like yesterday. Uh, I don't even know how you pronounce this. Ziomara McGrory. Uh, she's a top 7.93% of only fans, by the way, she's 18 and in Pennsylvania. Uh, I believe it. She's real. Um, I have, well, I did gain one real follower. Maybe. Be- and their name is I don't trust this because it's dated Chris Brown. That's not good. That's just it's no, not good. That's not good. That's not good I, at all. Like Chris, I don't I don't care if <laughs> if it's just an unfortunate connected name. That's that's dangerous. So yes, keep it coming. Fake sex bots. Get me to six hundred. I'm looking forward to it. And occasionally, than ever. occasionally I can put out a wrestling opinion or a. I've been better about the sports opinions lately. Yeah, sports thoughts. I've toned it down a little bit. No, I I missed the Illinois basketball. I I I talked about the Liberty Bowl today because that game was drunk. I haven't been on that that game. That was a that was a drunk football game. I haven't uh, haven't seen it yet, but I will. Um. So anyway, there's your. There's no I in realist or wrestling, but there is one in realist. There's one in patch all that stuff. You can follow me at Greg DeMarco 44 on the Twitter, the Facebook, the Instagram, whatever the hell you want. It is out there. Follow for. Um, as, as one nice wrestling website once called me the king of shit takes. So if you want to, uh, follow along and get some of those, you definitely can. Maybe the occasional inspirational message, plenty of spamming, um, about IZW and so much more at Greg DeMarco 44. You can also, you know, there's no I in wrestling, but there is one, a realist. There's also an I in Samira. And you can go online. And you don't even know why I'm telling you this yet because I'm going out of order. You can go on Twitter and Instagram and follow at the It's Samira. That's T H E I T S S A M I R A for our very special friend joining us this week. She's a ring announcer. She is a backstage interviewer. Um, 
I, I saw a video today. She might even be doing some some apron to the floor gymnastics, depending on what happens in a wrestling ring. Oh God! <laughs> so, Mira, thank you so much for joining us as we begin our two week recap of 2022. Thank you so much for having me in that intro, but not the one about me falling off the ropes. <laughs> no, no, to be fair, you were knocked off the ropes. Oh my gosh. I, I can't even tell you what my mind went through in that moment. I was like, thank God I'm not wearing heels because oh I definitely would have broken ankle at that moment. That might have happened, yeah. Then then you would have had multiple things to to have bandages on for the program. So that would not have been good. Well, we're glad you weren't wearing heels. <laughs> Good choice on this on that day, and uh, it, it's okay too because if you if you talk to some really old school wrestling people, a ring announcer should be as short as possible anyway. So, uh, along with referees, but it's twenty twenty two. Who cares? But that is yeah. We'll, we'll talk more about that. But we appreciate you joining us this week. Hopefully, um, you, we haven't scared you away yet because that's usually what happens. Um, <laughs> I mean, if she didn't. If she didn't run away during the uh, the before show conversation, I think she's in. Yeah, <laughs> Steve, Steve's not with us I this mean, week. You'd already be logged off. I, well, that. you know, I know, I know, we're gonna, I know, we're gonna ask like important questions about like Samir's career and, and how she's got to where she's gotten. Of I guess later on in the show, but uh, I just I gotta get a couple of things. You, you don't subscribe to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, do you, by chance? I don't think so, but I, you know, see tweets and things from other people online, of course. I'm glad you can see their tweets. <laughs> um, okay. Um, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't, um, don't subscribe to that peddler of trash. Why, why is uh, that the first thing you talked about? Why is that There's the first thing you're going to? Because, because if she was like, I'm a big fan of Meltzer, our whole rundown is out the window. It's out the window. You know it's out the window because what have we done the last like month and a half on this show? We don't even have that. We're not doing any Meltzer. I don't want to call it slander because what we say is true. This week on the show. So, so it right. would have been safe. We, but it would until I was like, I would turn into a truther. Like I'd have to be like a truther over over Dave and be like, look, I got to talk to you about why you're wasting your money on the Wrestling Observer newsletter and Dave Meltzer, and then it'd get into Brian Alvarez. It would just become this thing, and then we'd have to talk about your new best friend Sean Ross Sapp, uh, probably Conrad Thompson at some point. Like all of the Greg DeMarco hits would happen on this program, and they still because might. of one question. They won't because we're going to talk about news and. and Things that happened over the course of the year, and I don't. That we I don't get know to that, pick, yeah. It's not set up by a website or yeah, anything like that. The big, the big Dave is gonna. I don't think Big Dave's gonna. I don't think Big Dave's gonna come up. I don't think Sean Rossap's gonna come up. I don't think any of them are gonna come up today. I think we're gonna be and, uh, bullshit free. Uh, 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 I mean, uh, we're gonna do the list, and people uh, can put whatever they want on the I list. I got a list. So maybe got they list. will. Maybe Patrick will decide to ruin the list, like Bruce Pritchard ruining a podcast by running down Dave Meltzer. According to Conrad Thompson, I'm not gonna, who I'm not knows? Ruin, I'm not going to ruin. You're not ruining podcast. anything. I, I was being facetious it's, right it's, there. Look, yeah, for all Patrick, for all we know, Samira wants to work with these people someday, and here we are. Right, we're going to burn the bridges for. Her. <laughs> Listen, I've I've worked for websites in the past. I'm happy being on the independents, but hey, Sean Rossap's actually a good friend of mine. So oh, like, no. yeah, I was like, oh. Well, then, then mute this part of the conversation. Turn no. off your speakers. No, no I won't. I I could show you some DMs, but I'm not going to. Don't do it. 
I'm not, I don't even know if I still it's been a while. But yeah. I dared utter the name once and boy did my inbox fill up. So we'll just say that. And that and, and honestly, usually I defend the person, but hey, here we go. I, I probably don't fall into the good friend category, at least not with that one, but I do have some others. No holiday cards this year? No, no, not 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 really. Oh, it's too bad. Not really. I thought Dave would have put you back on the mail list. Um, no better friends. Did Ryback? No offense. No did offense. did did Ryback? Did Ryback send you a uh, a holiday card this Why year? Would Ry- Ryback? I, I've never had a thing with Ryback. Didn't he block you? No, no, I don't think Ryback is blocked. Oh, Goldberg. how did he block you? Goldberg blocked. Goldberg Goldberg blocked you? Yes, and, I remember, and I don't know why because I've never said anything bad thought, about Goldberg. I could have sworn Ryback blocked you. What about Titus, right Titus O'Neil blocked you for some reason too. No, Ryback like inexplicably. Oh, how about that? Ryback has and you survive. Who who is the other one that who blocked like a bunch of people? And we were like, did we get blocked by? So I've been blocked. I mean, I've been blocked by plenty of people, but um, right. You know, we could go into like the Dave Meltzer, or whatever. But yeah, Titus O'Neil blocked me, and I don't know why. That's weird. I've never said anything bad about Titus O'Neil. I love Titus O'Neil. Um, I am blocked by um, who JBL. Cause I, I I got caught up in the you said something nice about Mauro Ronaldo, so I'm gonna block you thing that happened. Oh, uh, got you, got you. Um, I'm blocked by God, who's the other one that I'm really confused by? I can't even remember now. I'm blocked by Velvet Sky. Um, really? And this was before her and Bully, you know, split up. I don't know why. I never said anything bad about her either. Um, huh? I don't know, but yeah. Um, I mean, we're coming up on the end of the year. I guess I should, you know, it's resolution time. I'll come clean. I've been bad mouthing you to wrestlers. Apparently so. I'm blocked it's by true. John Elba, of course, which we've talked about. Might be another friend of Sarah's. <laughs> um, because I said he sounded pretentious on a podcast, and that earned me a block. I'm blocked by Abyss, but come on. Uh, everybody knows. I mean, that's. It, you earned, okay, you earned being oh, yeah. blocked by Abyss. That is true. You, I, 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 I thumbed that one out and was like, "Oh, I'm going to get blocked for this." So, but we've also, you know what? I will say this though: our other, like, you're not blocked by Baron Corbin. We we put up a whole shirt about Baron Corbin, right? He loves me. He loves the shirt. He loves you. He loved the shirt. Did you ever send him a shirt? You never got an address. No, I don't have an address, so I can probably get one. Where we have we we have a whole segment on the show that is is called um, Baron Corbin. Actually, you looking for it? It's called Baron yeah, Corbin Sox. See if I can find it and make sure. It's and uh, oh my gosh, I got to I got to tell you, it was much more successful than the Ziggler Tracker. Well, let's just do uh, the Ziggler Tracker lasted longer because it took Ziggler forever. It to did, push. but it didn't so. help his career. Patrick O'Dowd, Rick, I will allow blocked, you to. You're blocked by a lot of people. <laughs> that's not even the half of it. Um, oh gosh. She's, <laughs> she's like, did do you I do? Do you, do, you, do you still want to be on the program, Samir? I guess if you're ever question. critical of anything AEW does, you're going to get blocked by a billion people. That happens, not by anybody within the company, but like a ton of others. Um, their fans just like won't have any constructive. Crit- a lot of it, unfortunately, is constructive criticism. Like, like, like my Dave Meltzer block came back when when I criticized him for calling Roman Reigns leukemia fake. Uh, oh, the irony of that one. Um, Indeed. Who knew? I had no idea at that point. Happy anniversary, by the way. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, Much for what it's worth. Anyway, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay. So here's the Baron Corbin sucks, which, by the way, the man loves. 
It's time for another edition of Baron Corbin Sucks. This one's on you, Patrick. Well, rumor has it Baron Corbin is still employed by the WWE, but nobody would know because Baron Corbin sucks. That'll do it for this week's edition of Baron Corbin Sucks. But it's done. At this point, it's full on ironic. It's done. Yeah, like at this point, it's full on ironic. We completely appreciate everything that Baron Corbin is and does, and so, yeah. Anyway, you know why? Because he's a good sport about things. He loves it. He gets it. He gets it, and that's what matters the most. He doesn't take himself too seriously. That's why he's going to be employed forever by WWE. Make lots of money and laugh in the faces of all the people who actually do openly criticize him during his Hall of Fame speech. Exactly. Yes, during his Hall of Fame speech, which will definitely happen. So, Samira, Patrick alluded to it, but you're on the program, which we definitely appreciate. And we, we have lots of fun here, and we're irreverent because life's too short to take so seriously. But you are doing some cool stuff, and you have gotten involved in the world of professional wrestling, actually in the world of professional wrestling, not on the covering side, not anything else, but digging your heels in, in or, or your flats, depending on the situation, into the world of professional wrestling. So tell us about that, or how you started, why you did it, whatever you think is important for people to learn and know about you, and, and just how this come about, this crazy, stupid world of professional wrestling that we're in. Oh man, well, wrestling's like been like my life for as like long as I can remember, because like I became a fan around like oh six oh seven because my uncle used to watch it you know when he was a kid because my grandfather used to watch it came home like saturday and watched it so you know my uncle was of course like gonna watch it with him got me and my brother into it my brother doesn't watch anymore but i stuck around with it and i watched it ever since and then you know uh, i was on twitter you know because like you know my age like as a teenager there's not a lot of girls especially like in high school and your middle school that like professional wrestling so like you know twitter was like starting to be a big thing so i met a lot of you know other fans that like the same thing i do on there that's where i became like with really good friends with some people that are now in the business as well like me like they're on doing work for websites or interviews or something and that's kind of crazy too like where we started and where we are now so you know, we interacted and then it came down to a point where I didn't really know what I wanted to do so much in like college. So once I got to college and I took communications classes, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm a people person. I love to talk. So I was like, okay, wait, this might be, might be it for me. Like, I really like to do this, but what, you know, is this really for me? Like, what would I do within communications? And then I was doing stuff on my YouTube channel at the time and then a wrestling website, you know, and I were talking and they're like, hey, like, we're looking for an interviewer for our YouTube channel. Like, do you want to, like, do a test interview and see how that works out? I was like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, let's let's see what happens. And, you know, did the interview. Rest was history. And I, you know, changed my major to communications. And I ended up graduating with, you know, my degree in communications, like my bachelor's with, like, broadcasting and public relations and you know, I've been in the business ever since 2018 doing interviews. Like I was working for websites and doing stuff on my channel. And then I transitioned last year into independent, you know, independent wrestling where I like to do backstage interviews, also ring announcing now. And I, I love that so much because that's what I really, really wanted to do was be a part of the wrestling world like that in the business because I loved 
doing backstage interviews i feel like that's so fun because you get to play a part in the character to help them and you just like play and feed into it and then the ring announcing too it's just like so much fun like i just started out with that as well now and like that is so much fun because you just like how you introduce them and you're just like hyping them up hype up the crowd for the person that's coming out so it's it's really really fun just be careful with the backstage interviewing and ring announcing because 10 years later you might end up promoting events like somebody i know Who's me? Oh but, Jesus! Yeah. Really? You, what? You already putting yourself over? Oh, we've been on the air for how long? <laughs> did now? you? Come on! Did you know Greg Demarco was a promoter, Samira? Yeah, because if you didn't, he'll tell you. <laughs> um, anyway, you talked. You talked about how much you enjoy uh, ring announcing and doing these backstage segments. Uh, is there anybody that you have seen in the business that you like to emulate? That are like inspirations to you, like folks that you would love to to kind of pattern your work after. Oh my gosh, there's been like so much help, especially like I always like to ask like other broadcasters for opinions and feedback because, you know, we don't see a lot of that. Like I love Sam Laterna. She's doing such a great job here on the East Coast. And, you know, she recently signed with MLW. You know, she helped me a lot when I was starting out on the independent scene. Alicia, too, she's been doing, you know, amazing for years now with interviews when she went from like music to wrestling which she still does music and you know wrestling and she's with mlw and now she turned the manager like it leads to a lot of you know opportunities and different roles within you know the business because you're not you know just you know restricted to one role which i love like everyone's like killing it and i love like talking with other broadcasters but you know i think the number one person like that comes to mind is definitely renee paquette she did everything especially when i was starting to watch more and like like being aware of stuff she was like doing everything, you know, from backstage to commentating, ringing out. Like, like she did it all. And, you know, she's still going, doing strong and she's got her podcast. Like I would love to be her. I mean, not so much probably commentating. I feel like I'm not good at that, but like, she's definitely like, she wasn't a either. very okay. important person. Like she's very important in the role of like the broadcasting world. She absolutely is. And, and I say she wasn't good at pro- broadcast or commentating either. And she will tell you that. Every, she was on Raw commentating, and, and I'm like, she's not very good, and everyone's getting mad at me, and then she comes out, and she's like, yeah, I'm never doing that again because I wasn't any good at it. She's amazing at so many other things, though, and that's okay. Like, Not everybody has to be good at everything, even when we want them to be. That's 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 quite all right. I've done commentating. It is not fun, um, and, and I did it sitting in somebody's like, you know – closet laundry room between a garage and a house watching on video um that was that was insane but the great thing about what what you are doing when you're ring announcing when you're interviewing when you're doing all that too is that you probably don't even realize this yet but you could also once you have several years of experience doing this become an asset in in on a production side as well like i so much of what i can do now is because i had to do interviews and ring announcing and 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 it's it's it keeps the show moving and and if you don't do certain things nothing happens it's like the sound people don't realize like the sound person is the most important person at a wrestling event because if they don't play the song the wrestlers don't come out and and it's just people don't realize that because you, you need the talent you need the ring you need all that kind of stuff too but you are gaining experience that you don't even get yet that can help you in a production side like if if this business is what you love and what you eventually want to do long term you're in a great spot and that's an awesome thing to do and an awesome thing to be. Um, you're on the East coast, which I know means like 
you know, crossing many state lines and, and a lot of sacrifices and all of that. How has that aspect of the business in your life been? And, and just balancing that out with, you know, hey, you're a real human being with a real life. And how do you, how do you deal with all that? Like the human side, which we deal with a lot on this show. It's kind of crazy because like back in October is when my schedule really started to pick up with like interviewing and stuff. So like I was starting to get bucked like every single weekend I would be off one weekend of the month. And that's what it's like looking like coming up into 2023. And I'm like so excited about that, but it's like, Oh my gosh, you balance your nine to five, you know, during the week. And then usually I come home and you're like, you're with your family, you eat, I go to the gym, I do all that. And then it's like, okay, like, do I have anything I need to do for wrestling wise tonight? Do I have to edit anything? Am I going to do any interviews? Um, I got to study a match card coming up to see what questions or go over something with a, a promoter, like just to prepare myself, you know, for what will come up on the weekend. Like, you know, this weekend I have a, a show. So, you know, looking over the card, is there anything they want me to ask? So I know well in advance what I'm walking into and it's insane, you know, but I always get excited for that. You know, the weekend you're, you're there, you're doing what you love to do. And then it's like, and then you just remember, Hey, you got to head back into reality. Like, you know, you got to go back to work. Not that I don't love my job, what I do my nine to five, but you know, it's, it's the dream. It's like a taste of what you want, but it's, you know, for now you just gotta, you just gotta have what you have. And then that's fine. It's like, you're, two different people in a sense but it's so cool because then the people at work they get excited about it like when they found out about uh that i do wrestling the first lady she thought i was a wrestler and she got scared she goes please don't beat me up i'm like no i'm not a wrestler i promise i won't beat you up but like it's it's exciting to see them get excited over it like people like they're just and then somebody actually told me today um somebody that i work with they're like my husband actually like watches you like in wrestling like they see you online and then in like the shows i was like are you serious they're like they're like yeah yeah i've been like i didn't get to see you at the lunch the christmas lunch and i wanted to tell you i was like i was i was it's kind of shocking like like sometimes like hearing that and then when i like see people that like watch me mm -hmm. and they come up to me at shows and i just like I, for me i'm just like i'm not anybody i'm not anybody special but like when people recognize me i'm just like wow like it kind of like means a lot to see people like the numbers or the people behind the screen that you usually just like don't see and it like it means so much it, it's awesome and and, and i think you know, the biggest piece of unsolicited advice that I will give you is just to do everything you can to not lose that because it does get, you know, certain things do get old. I don't want to poo-poo on everything, but like certain things do get old and, and, and it is a grind, just like anything that you have to be successful at, right? Eventually it's, it's a bit of a grind and you grind through and you make it work. But, um, remember those things. Remember that feeling. I still get giddy when, you know, when our events are going on and, and, and even though the week of I'm like a nervous wreck and, and, and all that stuff that's associated with putting on an event, but when it's actually going and when you hear the crowd popped and, and when you see the stories play out in the ring and all of it happen, it's like, this is why we do this. And this is what it is. And so, um, yeah, relish, relish every moment of that because you know, it, it, life comes at you fast and, and it's a great thing to do. And, and, and the business is, is, you know, You'll probably you've heard the phrase or you'll hear the phrase that the business owes you nothing and as quickly as it comes it can go and and just you know cherish all of it and 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 you know continue to do those things learn as much as you can you know learn how to do you know 
sound and, and, and production and whatever, because you will be valuable for many, many years to come, um, regardless of what happens. And so that's just, just awesome. And I'm so happy that you've made that plunge and, and gotten into those things because it's not an easy thing to break into as I'm sure you've learned. And, and, um, and it just, it just goes on and on and it just rolls, you know, the business is going to happen whether we're all in it or not. So, um, props to you for doing all those things and, and keeping those up. So, um, yeah, love to hear it and, and love to, to see it and continue to see it in the coming year. So congrats and, and keep that shit going. Keep it up. We swear Thank on you. the show. Oh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> we don't want to ruin your reputation too much, but <laughs> Anyway, so awesome. Well, we're excited that you're here. We're excited that you're doing that again at the it's Samira S A M I R A on the Twitter and on the Instagram. So check her out. Follow along. Follow the journey. Support. Give a follow. Retweet things. Share things. Do everything you can to support the world of independent wrestling. We are going to do the list, as you all know, if you've listened to this show at all. We love to make the list. You just made the list. And we're going to do it here in a moment. But before we do, we got a couple things to talk about. As you know, you want to support what we do here at thechairshot.com and the Chairshot Radio Network. There's a great way to do that, and that's to carry yourself on over to the computer and type into that bar, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Patrick O'Dowd, if they go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot, what can they get? Well, there is a plethora of t-shirt designs you can choose from. Everything from shows like my other show, Bandwagon Nerds, that I do all the time, to probably everybody's favorite shirt, which is Everyone Hates Greg, that is that is right. popular. And, of course, the, the previously mentioned Baron Corbin Sucks shirt, which Baron Corbin himself has endorsed via Twitter on Greg's page. Years ago. Watching. I have to go find it, but yeah. Years ago. And, and you should also consider the, the shirts are relatively well priced or $19.99. But if you really want to feel fancy, get something that feels nice on your giblets, spend a few dollars more, get it soft style. Your body will thank you. The soft style shirts are so comfortable. They fit great. Yeah. Pick one up. We don't even get, it's like we make more if someone buys a soft style shirt. We don't. We don't. We just love them. So we do recommend. Still haven't made a dime on this network, by the way. Still waiting to get paid. 11 years. I don't know what you're waiting Craig. for. Craig. I'm waiting on my best friend to come through. I've sent you presents and stuff. What have you done for me lately? I, you know what? Wait till tomorrow. Maybe I'll do something. But you can pick up shirts for the website. I'm going to make a wish list on ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shop. Do they even so have a wish list function? They don't, but I'm going to make one up. I just set up a wish list <laughs> online for... for because people complain that they never know what to get me. And so um, I did just recently. You just give me what I get you. Yeah, nothing. I know. Um, but if you want to get somebody something, you want to go to prowrestlingtees.com forward slash a chair shot. You can get a chair shot logo t-shirt and always use your head t-shirt and so much more. It does support the cause. It does support the movement, the radio network, the website, all that. Like I always like to say, websites don't grow on trees. All these things do support. That's why you hear commercials during our shows. That's why you see ads when you visit a website because it does support everything that we do here at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Well, that's the t-shirt store. Everything that we do here at the chairshot.com and the chair shot radio network, all of your favorite shows all throughout the week 
all the great articles and so much more at the website. This does support what we do. And you know what's crazy is that when you're there at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot, you will even see shirts not for the chairshot.com, but for a little company based here in Arizona called IZW Wrestling, Impact Zone Wrestling. You can get t-shirts for the wrestling promotion. You can support your favorite wrestling promotion that even if you've never been to it, you can support it. And, and you can do so at ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Now, if you are local or if you're going to be in or around the Phoenix, Arizona area sometime around February 25th, 2023, then carry your ass down to the Horny Toad in Glendale, Arizona and come see IZW Monster 2023. It's our annual Rumble event. That I never wanted to be an annual event when we ran the first one, but it was such a big hit and such a big success that here we are doing it every single year. You can check it out. Come be a part of the action. It is like seeing an episode of Monday Night Raw or Dynamite live and in person, up close and personal, featuring the stars of tomorrow. No less than three of the roster members of IZW actually wrestled tonight for AEW in Denver. I'm actually very excited about this. There may have been more. um, This information is rolling in, and I'm very excited and very proud of all three of them. I'll give them a shout-out later in the show, but very excited. Monster 2023 coming at you February 23rd. Go to IZWWrestling.com or at IZWWrestlingAZ for match announcements, ticket links, discounts, so much more, and come out and be a part of the best wrestling show in Arizona. It's always a packed house thankfully now that we've moved to such a larger venue we got pretty much all the space we need and continue to add all the chairs that we need unlike our prior venue where we just simply ran out of space at every single show but we do have the defense of the izw world heavyweight championship thugnificent going on two years as our champion will be defending against gino rivera we do have the annual monster rumble the Emperor Bryce Saturn has been running away from the Navajo Warrior for a year now since he turned on him. They will finally meet one-on-one and so much more, including our VIP main event where EJ Sparks, Arizona's favorite son, will go one-on-one with Evan main event Daniels for the last spot, the right to enter Monster Last, so much more. Come see why all of our shows sell out and why it's a packed house IZWWrestling.com at IZWWrestlingAZ. Monster, the annual event. It kicks off the year for us. Monster 2023. February 25th, the Horny Toad in Glendale, Arizona. You got food, you got drinks. All that will be available for you. Vendors and so much more. So come be a part of it as we go into, uh, geez, the 23rd year of IZW. Not the 23rd year that I've been promoting it, but 23rd year since it first started. All the way back in 2000. We'd love to have you there. love to have you enjoy it. If you got questions, let me know. Or hit us up on social media. It's IZWWrestling.com. And do that after you go to ProWrestlingTees.com for us. That's a chair shot. After you listen to this show and after you listen to these commercials. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older. But Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. 
Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Acknowledge me! Shut your dumb mouth! You just made the list! As you know, if you've been listening to this show, during the year 2022, Patrick O'Dowd and I kicked off a brand new segment called The List, where we simply pick a topic, usually at random, sometimes not at random, and we make a list of it. We come up with six things, we put it together, then we put them in order. And so what better way, what would be more appropriate than for us to come together and make the list for 2022? Now we have Samira on with us today. She's going to you know, be part of the list as well. So normally the list is six things, but because it's an entire year, we are going to expand the list today to 12 things. We will come up with our list of 12, and then as usual, we will put them in order. So step one is to simply develop the list. Step two is to put that list in order. Now, Samira, I know I briefed you on that and you've seen the format and everything, but before we get started, do you have any questions, we handle it live on air, for about the list, about the process, about anything? I think I got it down, hopefully. <laughs> well, the good thing is that Patrick's going to go first, so... Um, it can literally be anything. The whole wrestling world and the whole year of 2022 is available to us to make our selections. It could be a wrestler. It can be an event. It could be a news item. It could be a happening. It could be who knows what, right? Whatever you think, whatever stands out to you for 2022, we are going to name it out. We're going to look it right in its eyes and we're going to say, hey, you just made the list. So we will get that started now. So step one is to develop the list of 12 things and then step two we will put it in order so we are going to go with patrick o'dowd first samira second myself third we will continue to repeat that order till we get our 12 things then we'll put them in order um after that so right now we're just developing our pool of 12 things so patrick o'dowd you get to go first what do you want to put on the list of 2022 I am going to put on the lowest of low hanging fruit in 2022 in the world of professional wrestling. And that is Vince McMahon stepping down as CEO amidst scandal at the WWE. You just can't talk about 2022 without talking about that story, period. 100%. I mean, that changed the business likely forever. I do have a, I do have a point of clarification. Yep. Because Triple H taking over does I not happen. That off, I, I left that off as a separate separate item. Okay. Should it not come around? So I I while they're connected, I also see them as separate things, if that makes sense. Okay. So here's the mind. We talk about trip because we talk about Triple H, we also you don't talk about Stephanie and you don't talk right. about um who's there was three. There were three people. That kind of really right. Well, Stephanie and, and McMahon and Nick Khan became co-CEOs. Yeah, that's what of, it is. Yep. of the company. Triple H became the chief content officer and all that. Here's my thing. I believe they should all go together. And that's fine. I mean, it's your show. It, it, it's 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 not a democracy. It's a Greg Tucker. It's a Greg Tatership. <laughs> but I like that better than Greg Tucker. We'll stick with a Greg Tatership. But but Samir, here you are. You're the guest. If I say you make the call, do they go together or are they separate? Because again, 2022, a lot of stuff happened. Like we only got 12 spots. What would you say? I mean, I see how you say they're connected because they are, but I think I'm going to agree with Patrick here and say they're Son two different bitch. things. 
Best <laughs> guest ever, Greg. Best I'm sorry, ever. Greg. I'm sorry. No, it's you fun. know what it is? It's because I it's because I'm on the East Coast too. That's <laughs> that might is. be true. That might be true. By the way, he called you the best guest ever. And and this is a person who has been graced <laughs> by the likes of Sue Young and I Jay have. Chung. So and and you'll notice the things that those names have in common. They end in UNG, which is typically what associated are you with a specific nationality. About? But that's that's rude. They're wonderful women. They are excellent obviously. performers. Good friends with both of Josh them. Alexand- yeah. Josh Alexander. Josh Alexander. Really he is also a friend of the program. So yeah. all right. So I am going to follow you guys. I'm only putting on as number as the first item on the list. The retirement of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Samira, number two, or not number two, but just the second thing we put on the list comes from you. I got to go with Cody Rhodes coming back to WWE. That was, that was just insane. Being there too, like it's, that was like a whole different thing. It was insane, right? And it was the, it was, it was cool because we knew it was going to happen by that point, right? One of the worst kept secrets. But we didn't know that Cody Rhodes was going to come back. We didn't know that theme song. We didn't know those graphics. We didn't know that the guy was basically going to be plucked up out of AEW, plopped back into WWE as the same dude we just saw a couple months before in, in All Elite Wrestling. So that I loved. And, and that was a great aspect of it. And the fact that, and that was when Vince McMahon was still there, that Vince was willing to do all of that and be like, this is what we want. This is the Cody right. we want. So good on them. I think it's a great Can point. you have- can you just imagine what this year would have been had he not got hurt? Yeah, who knows? It's so crazy to think, like, who would he have feuded with? What would he have done? Who the hell knows? And, what, right? and what's crazy is that, and, and maybe this comes up next week, uh, depending on what the what the list is going to, or what the next week is going to be like. But, I mean, that, a month later, the image of, and, and for for me, the image of any pay per view from the year, him taking that robe off, yeah, and the audible just silent gasp mm-hmm. from the crowd when they were like, "Oh, that's what a torn pack looks like." Yeah, it was crazy. It was absolutely absurd. You're exactly right. So, number two, second thing on the list, Cody Rhodes returning returns to WWE. But third item we put on the list. It's my turn to put an item on the list, and I've got a few that I'm thinking about. But I'm going to go with, for for number three, if you had asked me at the beginning of the year, could we end 2022 with one of your favorite tag teams, the Acclaimed, as the AEW World Tag Team Champions? I would have said yes. If you had asked me at the beginning of 2022, will people run around saying, scissor me, daddy ass, by the end of 2022, I would have asked you what you were on and how much you paid for it because... I did not see that coming whatsoever, but I think it's amazing. Like Max Caster was the voice of the acclaim for so long. And all Anthony Bowens did was, you know, Philadelphia, the acclaimed has arrived or whatever. And when he started heading scissor me, daddy ass, like it just swept the wrestling world and it became huge sellers on pro and, and just really took off in the careers of, of, of three people. It's been a career resurgence for Billy Gunn and so much for Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. And so I am going to put third on the list, the acclaimed slash scissor me daddy ass. He just wanted to say that on the program. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have a scissor me daddy ass soundbite. I should, but I don't. So 
There we go. We have our first three items. We come back around to Patrick O'Dowd. Fourth item for... You just made the list! ...of 2022. So this one, Greg, I I actually kind of dedicate to you. Okay. Uh, Because earlier this year, I think it was in June, Mm -hmm. the great Muda announced his retirement tour and that this was the beginning of the end of one of the storied careers in professional wrestling. Now I have watched some, some of the Muda work during this retirement tour. And let's just say we're not watching the great American bash in 1989, but you can't. And I know he's one of your favorites all time uh, to watch. I've watched you draft him in fantasy drafts more than once yep. right up there with Taz. Um, and you, he's just, he's been such a figure in Japanese wrestling. He mystified people in the eighties and early nineties in the United States. And W he was a reason to watch WCW wrestling um, back in the late eighties, early nineties. And he was really only there for such a brief period of time. Uh, but the Moodle, Moodle was special and it shows just like he still commands respect today. Uh, so he is my, the great Muda retirement tour is what I called it. Uh, there we go. On my list. All right. Fourth item on the list is the great Muda announcing his retirement. Samira, what are you going to add for the fifth item on our list today? Well, another kind of return when Vince McMahon was still in charge, I'm going to go with Mickey James coming into the Royal Rumble as Impact Knockout Women's Champion. I think that was like iconic, especially when we didn't know if or were they going to play Hardcore Country. How was she going to show up as? And like for them to even announce it, like and do all of that, I think that was just like so shocking. Like nobody saw that coming, and I I just felt like that was such an iconic moment. I loved it when it was announced. I loved it when it took place. One of my favorite items about that was, and I will I will stick to this as long as I can. I guarantee you, when someone was like, hey, what about Mickey James? Vince McMahon didn't even know she was the Impact Women's World Champion, like or Impact Women's Knockouts World Champion. Impact Knockouts World Champion. But I, he didn't even know. But the fact that he still let it go, let it happen, let her bring the title out, played the song, which she owns the rights to anyway, so that's easy. Like, I loved seeing it. She got a good run. The fact that when it got announced on SmackDown and Pat McAfee is on commentary, he doesn't know any better. He's just immediately calling out what she is, where she works. It was, it was so good. And, of course, that was back when everybody was freaking out over the phrase, the forbidden door, and and, and they were one-upping. And it's, we talk about all the things that changed after Vince McMahon left, but this was another thing, just like Cody Rhodes, that happened under Vince McMahon's watch. So, love it. Love seeing that on the list and, and very excited and very happy that that is there. So we come up to number six on the list and, and my turn to put something on the list as well. And I am going to go with another, yet another return of, of some sort. Another one of those things that we thought we would never see. But at WrestleMania 38 this year, night one main event, we saw Kevin Owens not just do the KO show, but wrestle an actual match with the legendary Hall of Famer retired Stone Cold Steve Austin. Not a little match, not anything. Fought all over the arena. The man took a suplex on the concrete floor in in AT&T Stadium. Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestled an official full match in 
the year of our Lord 2022. Like who the hell imagined that was going to happen? So that's what I'm going with. Sixth item on the list, Stone Cold Steve Austin wrestles at WrestleMania 38. Oh, dude, you just kind of messed with one of the ones I, I was thinking about because I actually combined two names because um, I combined Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Okay. Two people that everybody was positive were leaving the company, mm-hmm. that they were out, that they were disgruntled, that this was terrible. Not only did that prove not to be true, but it is easily argued this has been the best year of both men's careers in the wwe is that your number is that your next item yeah i had Sami Zayn and kevin owens was all i had written for the two of them was just it's it's you look at their it's and it's their years their years have been phenomenal and people who thought they knew better were proven they didn't smear what do you think about the year or years, I don't know, year had by a lot of the online communities, two of the online community's favorites in Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I agree. They did have, like, this year was their year, especially, like, Sami Zayn and, like, the whole thing with the bloodline, like, and how well it fits. And, like, Kevin Owens, like, having that match with Stone Cold, like, as you said, like, I don't know, they they really showed out. And when we all thought, like you guys were saying, like, we thought they were going to leave. It didn't seem like things were going great. And things took a turn. And they're doing great here. I'm excited to see what 2023 will bring them as well. Because they're they're very talented. Absolutely. And that's saying a lot. Because in a prior year, Kevin Owens was Universal Champion. And here we are in right. 2022. But he wrestled. He main evented WrestleMania with Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like... That's the thing right there. So you can't uh, can't do that. Samira, sticking with you, your, your third addition to the list. Overall, the eighth item that we put on the list, what are you adding next for 2022? I have like a list right here in front of me. I, I like listed stuff out. Right. And it's like hard to choose one because there was so much that happened. Oh, there's going to be stuff that doesn't make it. Oh. There is. I think I'm going to go with AEW New Japan Forbidden Door. That was a great pay-per-view. And I'd love to see that happen again. Cause that was just insane, especially with Shibata showing up. And I, I would I was just shook right there with that. So I, I think I'm gonna go with that as number, okay. you know, eight. It was so funny because the Forbidden Door buzzword, all, all of that, you know, and and that buzzword, whatever, has kind of died down a little bit. And and there's just so many rumors about people coming and going in the future. Hell, it was just announced a little while ago that that Dragon Lee, who just beat FTR for the AAA, you know, World Tag Team Championships, just signed with WWE, despite holding that championship, and will be there, I guess, in February. So he's going to be losing that title. But it's, you know, it's just craziness, craziness that went on there. And, and it was was a great event. And of course, you know, they had, there was issues with the world title they had to resolve during that time as well. And, and so much took place during that period of time. So Good one. Very, very good one. And one that I am happy to see join the list. So there are going to, I know myself, there's going to be items that I would love to put on this list that won't be on there, but that's how busy of a year 2022 was. Which brings me to my next item to add to the list, which there's a lot that could go there and, and, and maybe even some more that, that I want to put on there. But I'm, I'm going to go a little bit of homerism because it goes back to 2016 when when I put on a match here in Phoenix, featuring two guys, 
Alexander Hammerstone versus Ricky Starks. And to see the rise of Ricky Starks at the end of 2022 has made me unbelievably happy. And and when he, you know, because an AEW is, is notorious for somebody will get a push and then as soon as they lose, they're they're gone. Like not gone from the company, but gone from television. They're disappearing. Wardlow just lost to Joe tonight, so no one knows what's going to happen there. Like so many things that that take place that we don't quite understand or know what's going to happen next with. And for Ricky Starks, he, he wins the the Eliminator tournament. He gets his shot at MJF and and just 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 shows out in the promos and everything leading up to it. Loses, which no one expected him to beat Ricky Starks because it was it, or to beat MJF because it was his first defense of, of the World Championship. He's not going to lose after all that build that that took place with MJF and the company. But the very next week to come out, cut a promo uh, about losing to be interrupted by Chris Jericho and kick off his next feud shows me that. Ricky is here to stay, and and that Ricky is is a bona fide star. He, he left the NWA not this year, so it doesn't count. But to bet on himself, he 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 you know rode the waves, the ups and downs with with AEW as you have to do with any wrestling promotion. And here we are now. Ricky Starks is a made man and a bona fide star to the point where Chris Jericho is not just going to work with anybody in AEW. He has a lot of say in who he works with. And now he's feuding with with Chris Jericho, and I'm very excited about it. Very excited to see what the future holds for Ricky Stark. So for me, I'm going to go a little homerism, a little personal, and put the rise of Ricky Starks on the list. Oh, boy. The last choice is always the worst choice. It is. Um, because it's the hardest choice. So um, let's see. I'm going to mark off. Uh, I'm not going to involve Conrad Thompson. Don't. Yeah. In my list. No, no Rick Flair's last, 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 last match. Um, I'm not going to do my bandwagon nerds connection. So I'm going to go with a departure. Well, a pair of departures that everybody was buzzing about and what has actually turned into, at least for one person, pretty significant career turn in, in a lot of directions. And that's Sasha and Naomi walking out of the company uh, in May. And we talked about this about a month ago, at least in particular with Sasha uh, Mercedes, uh, as she is, is known now. Uh, that woman's career, like, she didn't have to wrestle another match if she doesn't want to, ever. She will be, I think, a, a celebrity at the level of Dwayne Johnson by the time her career is all said and done. I, I think you can see it. I think you can see like, 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 you know, I think the Mandalorian was, was one thing, but you know, now she and Naomi are walking runways. They're doing so much outside of the business. But for me, Mercedes is, she's it. She, she has that, that factor and she's going to be huge for years to come. And I think it's going to be a huge, huge star well beyond professional wrestling, but Sasha and Naomi walking out of the WWE. All right, good stuff. Got list. We got two more left to come. So, Samira, what is yours? Your last one. Gosh, this is hard. It is because um, you know you're leaving something off. Welcome to the list. Or many somethings. Which one? I know. There, I have like a lot of. I got a lot on my list because it's just like like we were saying. There's so much that happened, and it's like hard to choose one over all of them. Ugh. I think I'm going to keep going with the 
Sasha thing and talk about how what's going on between her and stardom, New okay. Japan, that kind of rumor. I think that is very big. You know, I don't I don't think we know what's going to come maybe January 1st going into the new year as she, you know, they were saying that's when she would be open for bookings. So maybe that kind of possibility of happening. We've known that she's been wanting to wrestle some of the stardom girls. So maybe it is time that she's, you know, making her way there and seeing what else is out there. There we go. I don't I don't even know if I believe the talk that that she's gone, gone. Because WWE and Triple H has proven that they'll let people do those things. I mean, Shinsuke Nakamura is wrestling Muda soon, like like Patrick talked about earlier. So, who knows, you know? And 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 he's talked about you know her going off and doing those things, or maybe she really is going to be out of her deal at the beginning of the year and and completely gone and and free to do those things. I don't know. I have no idea. And and so we'll see what happens. But very, very newsworthy, very interesting. So there, like you guys have both said. There's so many things that could go on the list and, and and that I would love to put on the list. But we've come to the final spot of of putting things on the list. And um and I've been sitting there like if no one else puts it on there, I will, because I feel like I have to. And it came up in point number one. Triple H taking over the company, basically. At least what we see, the creative output of WWE. And everything that goes along with it. All of the returns, you know, from from Bailey and the formation of damage control to just just so many Johnny Gargano coming back and Candlestick Story coming in and, and so many other things, even to ones that people don't think about as much, like Karrion Cross who, who's floundered a bit, and you know now Bronson Reed all of a sudden who just just randomly showed up, and and so much more, like everything that's gone along with it, just a complete change and in some ways reversal of the WWE creative process and everything that goes along with it. People no longer working 20 hours a day, people taking time off, like so many things are associated with Triple H becoming the chief content officer for WWE that I just can't leave it off. And so I am going to go ahead and put that on the list as well. Um, so we'll kind of, you know, come full circle with the first point. Triple H taking over as chief content officer for WWE. You just made the list. So we're going to do a commercial. And, and when we come back, we're going to put the list in order. And we'll take a quick moment while we do that to, to give a shout out to anything that, like, we thought would be on the list. We swore would have been on the list, but didn't end up on the list. And uh, or even just stuff that you really wanted to put on the list and couldn't. So we'll go to commercial break number two. We'll come right back and continue developing this list. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. You just made the list! So we are back, and now we have our 12 things developed. And so what we're going to do next is put them in order, as as we always do here as part of the list. So super list this week. Instead of 12, we have the six. So we're going to change up the order. Now, you guys know, normally if I come up with a list idea, then Patrick will go first in the first part, and I will go first in the second part, where I'm putting things on the list first, and so on and so forth. But with a guest this week, we've changed things up a little bit, changed the order. So we will go Samira, Greg, Patrick, as we put our things in order on the list for 2022. So you get to go first. 
what is going to be number one? Because we're now ordering this thing. What is going to be number one? And it's fair game. Any of the 12. I don't care if you put it on there. I put it on there. We steal each other's stuff all the time. What are you going to say of these 12 things is the number one thing about 2022? Oh, my God. All these were really, really, like, something. But I think the number one spot overall has to be HH takeover, the returns, everything. I mean, the last, like, couple of months and everything that he's been doing since he's taken over along with Stephanie and Nick Khan, I mean... I can't. I think that has to be number one. All right, there we go. So, Triple H taking over and becoming the COO of WWE will be number one on the list. So it was number twelve when we added things on there and becomes number one. So I them and going to put on the list at number two. Um, what I assumed would be number one and didn't end up being number one. Uh, and that was Patrick's first submission to the list. And that is the retirement of one Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That is, I mean, I we've never known a world of pro wrestling without Vince McMahon kind of at the helm of it. And so for that to change, for him to be gone, changes so much. So I got to put number two on the list, Vince McMahon being done with the wrestling business as far as we know. Patrick, what's number three? Oh, it's a terrific question. Uh, number one and number two, I thought were kind of no-brainers. So, um, as I look at this, uh, it's funny the AEW story that I thought would make it didn't make it. We'll talk about that later. I know, but uh, I there's a couple of AEW stories that didn't make it. I'm sure we'll talk about. Um, but I, I am going to. I am going to pick, I think the, I'm going to go with the AEW New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door Joint Show because I think that's the beginning of something, not a one-off. And so I think it's going to, I think in hindsight, we're going to see it as a bigger story than even what we saw it as in the moment. All right, there we go. The All Japan or AEW New Japan Forbidden Door comes in the list at number three. So what is number four? I don't know. You go back to the Samira, right? Yes. Right. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna go with Cody Rose returning to WWE because that that was just like huge in that moment. It was. I mean, again, we talked about it before. Like we were all shocked. Everything, you know, one of those things that we just never thought we would see because he was the guy. Like he was the one that, you know, really started it all with AEW. Like. So, I mean, I think it's a great point, one that we put on there. So, number four, the return of Cody Rhodes to WWE. Number five, for me, will be one that I actually put on the list myself, and that is the return of Stone Cold Steve Austin to professional wrestling. Arguably the most bankable, most money-making, whatever you want to talk about, uh, superstar in the history of the business, Stone Cold Steve Austin, making his return in wrestling at WrestleMania 38. So, we're back around. Number six, Patrick O'Dowd. I, too, am going to pick one of my own uh, this time around. I'm going to go with Sasha and Naomi walking out of the WWE and pursuing other career opportunities and succeeding. Yeah. I think that's the other part that's really important. At least Sasha. Very we don't really know much about Naomi right now. I think Naomi's doing fine, though. Like I just think that she didn't. she's not the public eye, right? 
and nearly yeah, who as knows? much. Who knows what she's up to? We don't know. She's one that hasn't blocked me and even follows me on Twitter. I should DM her. Hey, what are you doing? Like, no, I don't want to be that guy. What's happening? What's happening? Naomi, kind of tell me. All right, we are halfway there. So number seven on the list, Samira, what is next up in our big list? I'm going with one of mine in Mickey James coming into the Royal Rumble as Impact Knockout Champion. Love it. Love it right there. I'm just going to put her on the list right there. And, you know, I grew up in Richmond, Virginia, hometown of Mickey James. Um, so very excited when she did that and very excited overall. So wonderful. Number eight on the list comes from me. And I am going to go with, um, geez, there's some tough ones, but I'm going to steal one from Patrick O'Dowd because it was truly one of my favorites as, as a very little kid uh, running around. And to see it happen now is something that you, you just don't think about, and it brings up all those old memories. The retirement or the announced retirement of the great Muda, I will put on the list at number eight. So, Patrick, what comes in at number nine? Uh, let's see. What comes in at number nine? I'm going to... Go to one. Of your, I'm going to steal another one of yours uh, in this case, and I'm actually going to go with the the rise of Ricky Starks, or for what it's going to be, um, as much as what it is. Who knows? Like that could be something we put on the list at the end of next year. Like you just never sure. know. You just never know. So, all right. So we've got uh, we're up to number nine. We've got three more. Samira, what's next? I think I'm going to go with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and how much they've done in their career this year. Another great choice. Move that one down. So it comes to me. I mean, I've only got two choices, right? Only two choices to do. And I am going to go with one that I added to the list. And that was uh, the rise of the acclaimed. And of course the, the movement of scissoring and scissor me daddy ass on the list, which Patrick O'Dowd gives you no choice. It does. It means I'm going with Sasha Banks and the potential partnership with stardom and new Japan pro wrestling. There we go. So we have 12 amazing items from the world of 20 or from the year of 2022 in the world of pro wrestling. You just made the list before I recap. What are some of the things that you were like, Wanted to put on the list, thought we're going to be on the list, assumed we would make it there. Um, Patrick alluded to it. I almost put it on earlier and, and decided not to. And that was all the events that took place behind the scenes at All Out. Um, and many people called Brawl Out. Everything that it led to so many changes um, in the world of AEW. Not just changes on what we saw on screen, but literally changes behind the scenes like that led to a new deal for john moxie with new new responsibilities a new deal for chris jericho with new responsibilities more responsibilities for daniel bryan danielson like so many things changed as a result of this that might actually benefit aew in the next three to five years with with right. how they develop how they produce it's just everything i called that one cm punk finally bites aew in the ass I have very, I have very strong opinions of, uh, of, uh, Phil. Oh, Phil. Yeah. We know you do. Oh, Phil. We know I'm, you do. I'm so. not a fan of Phil. That was one that I assumed um, would be there. 
here, here's one that I was surprised didn't show up. Uh, MJF's 2022. Like, that dude had a fucking year. Uh, you know, and, and we talked about him and, you know, or we just talked about CM Punk. You know, everything from that promo to the shoot promo, shoot promo, uh, possibly being off the company to now he's the top guy. Like, that dude has i don't watch aew and actually one of my new year's resolutions greg is to give it another try in fact i recorded i recorded dynamite tonight so i will i will come back i've tried more times than than people would probably believe and and, uh, i'm giving it another go but his 2022 you can't deny wasn't amazing Absolutely. I agree with you hundred percent. And, and, um, and, and Samir, were you around some of that? Like, I know you cover some different things and, in, in different places. Were you around any of it? Not obviously there behind the scenes, but I mean, there for any of that stuff. I was there before that all started. Like I was there when I was in Orlando when there was revolution. So punk and MJF and the dog collar match, I was there for that. And I, believe yeah i had just gotten out like right after ring of honor's first pay-per-view under aew you know with tony khan that's when i like kind of got out of um wrestling website so it would happen like all after that and i was like what is going on <laughs> yeah it, it, it was crazy and you you mentioned the dog collar match like not even in my brain like that's it, it's crazy like didn't think that was this year Right. And, and it's weird. They, if anything, they kind of, to me, fumbled the return. Like I thought the return of the ladder match was great, but like, I still feel like the mask he was wearing should like be part of his character, part of his presentation. Like it was really cool. And then it just kind of went back to the same, but, but he's tearing it up and, uh, and, and I'm excited to see what becomes of that. And yeah, I'm shocked actually that MJF did not make the list for, for this year. Well, and Samir also mentioned it, like AEW bought ROH, mm-hmm. uh, whether for better or for worse, whether whether you think that that was a great move, whether you think that ROH isn't. That officially happened this year or last year? I can't remember. I think Not it was, was it like in the spring. Yeah, I think so. Because he made like a big announcement on Dynamite for him, right? Yeah. When that, like, yeah. So that was back when every week was a game changer. And that was one of the alleged right, game right. changers. I was, I mean, it's still kind of a big deal. Like ROH wasn't what it was, but it's, it was a big deal. Um, my other New Japan one, uh, cause I actually think this title win was bigger than his, his first one was Jay White winning the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. And he's, I have seen a much different Jay White than, than his mm-hmm. first go around. I'm enjoying him a heck of a lot more, uh, this time around in, in New Japan. Um, uh, even though I, Still don't subscribe and catch it live. I always catch it a month later. Yeah, uh, on TV. But he's 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 another one just having a great year. And then my last one. I'm sorry, I'm I'm hogging all the time. Uh, Logan Paul proved that he was more than just an attraction. So like I, I was I was rewatching WrestleMania 38 uh, actually just before the show to desperately help remember if there was anything I missed from 2022 that happened at WrestleMania. And that then reminded me that people shut up about Logan Paul after he took on Roman Reigns over Saudi Arabia. Like 
we don't we we he that that quieted everything. I mean, they kind of uh, but he showed it after WrestleMania, but, but they he definitely yeah, but he sh- yeah. but he showed but he showed what he had. Like you could see there was something at WrestleMania, but there was a lot of criticism when he got the match at Saudi Arabia. There was a lot of he doesn't deserve it, he hasn't earned it, blah blah blah, and he came out and showed that he wasn't fucking around. Yeah. With being a professional wrestler, that he was going to take it seriously, kind of like Bad Bunny, that, you know, for 37, like people weren't sure about Bad Bunny. And then he showed that he was he was going to be respectful of what he was doing. And it it's, it was great. And, and it's it made made for great entertainment that I didn't watch because I don't watch Saudi Arabia shows. No, it's fair. Fair. I, I will say to the point where some people are literally asking for. Bad Bunny versus Logan Paul at some point down the road, which is crazy that a celebrity versus celebrity. Um, for me, on that same vein with the celebrity thing, Pat McAfee wrestled two matches this year, uh, which he did two the last time that he, he performed for WWE, but literally WrestleMania against Austin Theory, and then of course SummerSlam against the guy who sucks, Baron Corbin. Um, and Again, just like, you know, took on the world. He'll be back some point in January and really just took the wrestling world by storm in a lot of ways. So, uh, and, and the sports media world in general as well. So, Samira, anything for you that, or what else? I know you had a list. Like, what else do you think is pertinent that your kind of surprise isn't on our list? I think William Regal coming over to AEW was a big one. I know that was like shocking. I wasn't expecting that at all. And, you know, the return of Pager, you know, Soraya now into AEW, that's also a big one. And she's wrestling again. Oh, my gosh. Like, there was so much that happened this year. Like, it was a lot. And it was hard not to, you know, just include certain things. Because, like, as we're talking, we're just, like, keep naming thing after thing after thing. And it's just, like, we're like, oh, yeah, did this happen this year? Did this happen last year? Like, it's it was a lot that happened. Yeah, I mean, we talked about the the year that has had, but between – you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but the whole bloodline thing and sort of the first example of, of Triple H letting something go. Like Sammy himself has said, and Paul Paul Heyman has said, this was not supposed to be what it is. Like it literally was supposed to be a short-term thing, but people gravitated to it so much that it's just taken on a life of its own with Sami Zayn in the bloodline and has just been a brilliant bit of storytelling by WWE and has kind of when you, if you, if you have a champion that you literally want to have like a monumental record breaking reign with, you've got to find ways to do it and ways to extend the reign without it becoming stale. And I think Sammy was the godsend of that because Roman has been able to do less because Sammy is carrying so much of the load. Look at the main event of SmackDown this, this, this Friday coming up where you've got Roman Reigns and Sammy Zayn against Kevin Owens and John Cena. Like, who thought that, you know, would, would have happened? Like, like that, if we did this list next week, that might be on it. You just never know. So what a crazy year um, with that as well. One thing that I was going to put on the list and, and had on my list for the list that, that didn't make it was the SummerSlam main event between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Not that we haven't seen it before. Not that it, it was anything new. We just saw it at WrestleMania this past year. But Brock Lesnar lifting the ring with a freaking tractor. Like that is something that did not have my bingo card, so to speak, for 2022. It's one of it's a moment, right? One of those moments that's going to live on forever. Another one was, you know, and 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 it's 
again, WWE booking is cyclical the way that we look at it, but Liv Morgan winning the women's money in the bank ladder match, cashing in, you know, becoming the, the SmackDown women's champion and, and having that opportunity um, was something that I loved as well because she's someone that's worked very hard and, and really proved a ton of doubters wrong over the years. And here she was. She now has a, a championship brain to her credit in, in WWE. Um, couple things from NXT because I do love NXT and don't really have anything NXT on the list. Um, Grayson Waller for me was a big one, like just his rise this year and a lot of good things that have been coming out for him in, in the coming year was a big one for me as well with NXT. Um, and, and also the, just the move from NXT 2.0, just kind of to this modern evolution of NXT. Um, not quite black and gold, but definitely not color splotchy NXT. Uh, just, just the next evolution of what NXT looks like under the leadership of, of Shawn Michaels. And of course, Triple H was another big one for me as well that I kind of assumed would make its way onto the list today, but did not make its way onto the list whatsoever. Um, and the last thing for me that I can think of was, uh, the year, especially the way the, the year has ended for one of our favorites, Patrick and I, of uh, Samoa Joe and, and becoming the self-proclaimed best wrestler on television, holding the Ring of Honor World Television title and the AEW TNT Championship, which is their version of a television championship slash intercontinental, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, we thought Joe was kind of done with all that stuff. And yet here he is, um, you know, and, and basically you know, what should be considered the second best wrestler in AEW based on the gold that he holds. So uh did not see that coming as well, but, a, a, you know, a personal favorite of ours and definitely excited for that. So very good. Patrick or Samir, any other items for the list, for honorable mention, for whatever, did you think deserve that shout out before we recap the 12 things in the order they're in? Seth freaking Rollins and all the people he put over this year absolutely he built so many wrestlers over the course of 2022 and came out better for it yeah and he never lost any steam at all brilliant he he he, and it just goes to show you yeah like for all the people who piss and moan about wins and losses as you like to say gray wins and losses don't matter until they matter they matter. Yep. You're right. Like, and, and just, I mean, the, he's become an iconic figure now. They sing his theme song. He's, yep. he's really transcended the world of babyface and heel at this point. Like he's just done so much. So I love that, that shout out. And, you know, sports illustrated named him their number one wrestler of the year. Um, just so much, so much good stuff there. So love it. Love to see that on there. But anything else on your list, Samira, before I do the big old recap. I think the only one I'm thinking of right now, which was uh, recent, was Kylie Ray to, you know, main event or as we're, I think they're calling her Brianna Ray. So I think that's pretty big. You know, she's been basically everywhere and now she's, you know, something's going on with WWE. So that's very Yeah, we hope so. We hope so. She did a thing in Milwaukee. I guess that's her real name. Um, and, and she had a tryout recently before that. So fingers are definitely crossed knowing everything she's been through and, and everywhere she's been and how it hasn't always worked out that hopefully she can get into their system and it can work out because she deserves whatever success can come her way. And I hope she gets that chance. She's got that personality and she's one of the true kind of like, you know, of course he ended up turning heel plenty, but, but, to me, I look at her as the women's version of a Johnny Gargano. Like she is just 
you can't help but root for her, just like Johnny Gargano. Like, she's one of the true, really true good baby faces left in the world of professional wrestling. Now, they'll probably turn her heel, and she'll probably be brilliant at it, just like Johnny Gargano was when he did it. But uh, I love it. I love, I love calling that out as well. So to recap the 12 items that we had on the list for 2022, at number one, Triple H becomes the CO, CCO, Chief Content Officer for WWE. Number two, the retirement the shocking retirement of Vince McMahon. Number three, AEW and New Japan team up to put on a pay-per-view event called The Forbidden Door. Number four, Cody Rhodes makes his triumphant and shocking return to WWE. Number five, also WrestleMania Stone Cold Steve Austin returns to the world of professional wrestling with an official match against Kevin Owens at WrestleMania 38. Number six, Sasha Banks and Naomi walk out of WWE back in May of this year. Number seven, Mickey James enters the Royal Rumble as the Impact Knockouts Women's World Champion. Number eight, the announcement of the retirement of the legendary Great Muda. Number nine, the rise at the end of this year of Ricky Starks. Number 10, the career years in WWE had by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Number 11, the acclaimed their careers taking off and the skyrocketing success of Scissor Me Daddy Ass. And number 12, Sasha Banks aligning herself with stardom in New Japan and all that's to come with that in the year of 2022. To all of those items that we have named off and put in order, congratulations to you, 2022. You just made the list. And there we go. There you have it. The list for... 2022 who knows what 2023 is going to bring but before we get there all right gentlemen you have three minutes and you better make it good we got three minutes and we're out of here the clock is ticking and we're in the clear we got three minutes and we're out of here we got three minutes and we're out Patrick, this is also the, officially the longest broadcast of 2022 at this point it is as we have now we passed usually the- are one hour and 20 minute mark on the show. So. You're hitting bandwagon nerds territory, man. Not even close. Um, like I told Samir that we once called this show the best 55 minutes in wrestling. And I, I was like, it ain't going to happen this go around because it, we are recapping a whole year. So in our own way. And, and there's the thing. We could have gone month by month, event by event or whatever. But there are plenty of podcasts out there that will do that. And they will be entertaining as well. But we we stick to what we stick with and and, and definitely like that. I am am taking a personal turn with this little three minute warning. Um, so Samir, I apologize that you're thrust into uh, something that that is you know two years old and years in the making. But Patrick alluded to it before. As we record this, at least on on my time zone, um, December twenty eighth, twenty twenty two is the two year anniversary of something that we talked about plenty, especially two years ago when I sat in an oncologist's office and was diagnosed with chronic myeloid leukemia, which for those of you out there that that know or don't know specifically is the exact same form of leukemia that Roman Reigns has. Um, It's, it's, I can't even describe for you as I try to put it into words today with what I posted on, on Facebook and Instagram. It's life changing to be told you have a cancer and, and to be told that you have that. Now there are worse things that you can have. And, and I, I acknowledge that and celebrate that. But to be, you know, to, to hit that two-year mark today, and 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 I'm not a heavily emotional person sometimes. I compartmentalize and and move forward. I'm always about moving forward. I'm terrible at looking backwards. And uh, and always about what you can do. And I'm always a person of, of action and, and less talk and more action, ironically enough, as we are on a podcast talking for two hours. But um, 
it's bittersweet in that sense because it is incurable, but but I continue to fight every single day. And and as I look back, I mean, who knew? You know, it's it, it's it's you know, I remember telling you and 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 you know, texting you because because I had a lot of stuff to do that day, Patrick. Like when I was like, hey, guess what? Your your best friend has has leukemia. Um, you know, here we are two years later, and and all the ups and all the downs that come along with the treatment and and with everything else that that goes along with it. It's so funny because. It doesn't have symptoms. It has. That's why it's so hard to detect. It only comes through blood work. But the, the side effects of the treatment more than make up for that. And and here we are today, two years later, and just just going. And I don't know what to even say. Sometimes I put a lot of it on social media earlier today. But here we are, two years later, and uh, you know, still doing everything I can to, to to beat the hell out of this thing. So I can still make fun of it, right? Absolutely. I would expect nothing kinda less. Like, kind of like, like I do with the diabetes thing. Yep. Speaking of diagnosis days, those are those are great days. You were there when I got diagnosed with diabetes. You so high five. That, was, that was awesome. And you may have announced it to the waiting room. <laughs> you did. Um, I, and there were a I lot think, of shocked lot, looks on faces. Yeah, there were a lot of scandalized faces. Uh, I remember getting the text. I remember you talking about, uh, like, on the show the the divergent reactions between myself and Miranda Morales because you texted us both at around the same time mm-hmm. and how they were basically what you expected. I don't I th- I think I kind of no sold the thing for the most part. Like I think I was just like, okay, like you need anything for me? Right. In Massachusetts. Because <laughs> because you're in Arizona. Like I'm but no, I was just like you'll tell me if I need to worry. I think I was I think I said do I need to worry? I think that is what you said. I said, do I need to worry about this? And you were like, not really. And I was like, okay, well tell me if I need to worry. I do Um, think that was exactly how it went. And that was kind of, that was kind of what that was because yeah, like part of it is a feeling like as, as one of your best friends on a different coast, like there's, there's not much you can really do when your friend tells you that. Like I can't drop everything and go to Phoenix. So the, or, you know, would you do so the did, first thing yeah. I would, if I needed to be there, I'd be there. You know that. Oh, I know that. Um, but I mean, we would just sit around and talk about wrestling. <laughs> so. And we'd make fun of, we, yeah, we'd make fun of leukemia for like five minutes. And then like, that would, that would be that. And, you know, I'm very proud of, of you and the work that you've done and the way that you've attacked it. I know that, you know, you're the Mrs. DeMarco, uh, has has been you know very proud and supportive of you and and all of your family and your friends and and, and all of that and you know i'm just you know happy to happy to have you and happy to know that you're doing well and and just you know you've never you've never really stopped fighting or slowed down so you know i'm proud of you and i love you and you're muted I am, aren't I? Look at that. Um, that was very touching. Whatever you just said there was very touching. Right, Samira? Yes. <laughs> well, I do love you too and appreciate that. I can tell you that um, it's harder on the lovely and talented Mr. Marco than it is on me. And, and that's just the way it is. Um, she's a stressed out person as it is. And, and that's how, you know, there's always that balance in in a relationship. And that's kind of how where ours comes from. But yeah, like I can't, you know, someone asked me today, how are you feeling? Is the question that I was asked, and I answered it like, "Oh, you know, I don't feel anything. There's no symptoms, blah blah blah, but the side effects." And they're like, "No, how are you feeling about the fact that it's been two years?" 
And I was like, it's kind of the same answer. Like, I don't feel anything because I just, and, and I almost sound like, you know, we always make fun of the, the lovely and talented Mrs. O'Dowd for having no soul. And I kind of feel like that I, way. I was myself. just gonna, I was gonna make that joke. Sometimes, like that's why like, I started giggling. I don't, I just don't focus on that part of it, right? I don't focus. I'm a big fan of like tangible things, and 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 you know this. Like I focus on what can I do, right? I don't really even focus on what I can't do, but what can I do? And so I focus on what I can do to make treatment go better and what I can do to support things around here and, and how I can, um, you know, oh, my son the other day was joking about how, you know, him and his friends will always try to like one up each other and like, oh yeah, you know, my parents wanted to file bankruptcy and my parents had to, you know, migrate from another country and blah, 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 blah. And he's like, my dad has cancer. And they're always like, you always say that and get us with it. And like, I'm like, at least you can get something from it. Like, that's cool. Like, I don't, sure. you know, it doesn't bother me at all. But like, I just can't, I don't dwell and that's a, a blessing and a curse sometimes. Like I'm not very, I don't look back and I don't, you know, I'll learn from a mistake, but I'll move on, but I don't reflect well. And I just never have been good at reflecting back on, on things. And, and there's some value in that, that I miss out on in life. So I get that completely, but, um, but, but yeah, that's, it's, you know, two years and, and who knows where we will be. So, um, Yeah. And yeah, I don't want to derail everything and, and do all that, but um, God, way to bring down the podcast. <laughs> Jesus. Not my intention. It says the diabetic who's drinking. Are you is that a negative? I don't even know. Is that a negative? Like Yeah, you're really not you're you're really not supposed to drink a lot when you're when you have diabetes. Well, a lot is a relative phrase, so yeah, this is this is a scotch. I'm not like that time that I was apparently a, allegedly drunk on the podcast, right? Um, which was not true. Um, hate mail, be damned. But no, yeah, alcohol is not good for diabetics. Right, I get that. I do. I completely understand. So. And with that, we will bring this edition of the program to a close. We appreciate all of you listening and, and going down the stroll down memory lane, not the longest of, of memories because it is all of just 2022, but what a crazy year it was in the world of professional wrestling. Tune in next week when we do the other yearly, well, this is like a new yearly tradition, but we do the other yearly tradition that we've been doing for a while now is we pick our man, woman, and team of the year for 2022 it's always fun, maybe a little bit of arguing. Who knows what's going to happen next week as we continue to wrap up the year and pick who those people are for the year of 2022. Go follow us on the social media at Greg DeMarco 404 at Wrestling Realist for Patrick O'Dowd. That's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Remember, there's no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist at ChairShot Media for the website. All things Chair Shot Radio Network. Follow along. Uh, we always appreciate that you do follow, share everything, and so much more right here as part of the Chair Shot Radio Network and thechairshot.com. 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 Always use your head. Head on over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Pick up some merch. Support the cause. We appreciate everything that everybody does to keep us rolling here at thechairshot.com. And to Samira at the, it's Samira, S-A-M-I-R-A. The floor is yours. Let people know where they can find you, 
what's important to you that they, they follow along with, whatever it is, promote yourself before we sign off. Well, thank you guys so much for having me on tonight. It was, it was really fun. I had a lot of fun, like doing the list and talking about, you know, the many things that happened this year was really fun. Um, you can find me on Linktree is probably the easiest, you know, link tr.ee slash the it's Samira. Um, that's where you'll find me on all my socials, new YouTube videos, a lot's coming in 2023 with a bunch of, you know, book dates, you know, interviews, ring announcing. So make sure to stick around for that. I got like some stuff up my sleeves. Stuff is slowly coming out. I can't really say, but you know, things are happening. So follow me on socials and you'll see what's going on. All right. We look forward to hearing about it, seeing it and, and, and seeing everything that comes your way in the year of 2023. I hope it is all amazing and wonderful because you've earned it. And that's something that we always love to see. So for everybody listening, we thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of it again, longer, longest show of the year so far. So, um, we didn't quite go all night long, but we came close. So I do think there's really only one way to end the program in honor of, of, you know, we did a whole Lionel Richie show once we got to do one again because it's just too much fun, but we thank you for listening and we will see you right here next time on the Greg DeMarco show. Until then, remember to always use your head. Well, my friends, the time is Everybody sing, everybody dance Lose yourself in wild romance We're going to party, caramel, fiesta, forever Come on and sing along We're going to party, caramel, fiesta, forever Come on and sing along I'm afraid I've got some bad news. Acknowledge me. Dean fucking Ambrose. Shut your dumb mouth. You just made the list. 